like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today's Song of the Soul guest is a little-known but up-and-coming musician in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. Neil Swanger has a mostly easy, heartfelt style, is clearly connected to the earth, and has an element of fun about him as well. In addition to his solo work, he collaborates with a group called Folk and Thieves, Plus, he organizes a youth group through the Urban Arts Academy, those young folks calling themselves the Reuse Band. Neil Swanger released an EP called Broken Ground this past year, with his first full-length CD due out next May. I invite you to sit back, get ready for some heartfelt music with a taste of the salt of the earth provided by Neil Swanger. Neil, I'm very pleased to have you here today for Song of the Soul. It's great to be here, Mark. It's really great. You're in the Twin Cities. How long have you been there? I have been living in the cities for about five years. But your roots are actually in eastern Wisconsin, right? Yeah, I actually spent most of my high school years near Oshkosh, Wisconsin, a little town called Amaro. And I grew up in my younger years in rural Pennsylvania in Bedford County. Have you been happy with the Midwest, or have you perhaps wanted to migrate back to the East? I've really enjoyed being here. I don't know what it is, but it has a lot to do with just the people out here and kind of the communities I've found living out here. I do miss a lot of the landscape out East. It it does get a little boring out here in the Midwest, but otherwise, I really like the people I've met out here. You live in the big city now, especially compared with a tiny place like Amro. How is that working out for you? Are you are you converted to big city living now? I think it holds a certain place in my life. I think I'm here for as long as I need to be. I really just love being around a community of people. And I, I'm sure I could find a community of people out in a rural area too. But right now with music and musicians, it's great to have kind of a scene to work in and work with. And it's nice to have all those people close. I think that community is an absolutely essential part of the experience of so much of life, including notably one's religious or spiritual life. I suspect that for musicians, frequently, the people they share music with are a sort of spiritual community for them. How does that work for you? It is in a way. It it really is special how you can share songs not only with an audience, but also with other musicians and how that song creation process happens. It can really connect with people in a different way through that. And what's your history with music? How far back does it go in your life, and what instruments do you play? I have been playing guitar since about fourth grade, but I've been singing longer than that. I can't even remember when my mom first started singing songs to me in the car, and we would just all kind of sing along and 
probably drove my dad nuts to some extent, but we would just make up songs and melodies and they take a life of their own. I really got started with guitar in Bedford and I worked on that in a small music shop right off of 220 there and my guitar teacher's name was Jerry. He had this little back room and he'd put us in there as he ran a shop and he'd come back and he'd work with us and it really started to get me to look at songs and I didn't really start songwriting until college, but singing along with guitar started really early for me, and I really just love that vehicle for my voice. Maybe it's about time to get started with some of your music for Song of the Soul. What's first up on your playlist? Well, this uh, first song is called Michigan Moon. It takes place along Lake Michigan. The story goes that I was just out camping there one weekend. I started jotting down some words describing what I was feeling at the time, and I think it had to do a lot with the pressure of work and daily commitments and life's day-to-day struggles and baggage, and it's something that we all deal with, and we need to just put aside and get away for a while, and that's what the song tried to capture. And is this you? Is this your personality? Do you need to get away from the pressures of daily life, or have you already successfully unplugged from that kind of stress? I would say that I have. I I still need that time and space in my life, but I think at that juncture in my life, I I was not quite as aware of what I needed in terms of space and how to control that for myself. I guess maybe some of that has been just being able to do more music and songwriting. It's really a therapeutic thing for me to be able to do. We're visiting today with Neil Swanger, and the song is Michigan Moon. Driving up toward Green Bay, then east, the sun's in the rearview mirror. We both had some pretty tough weeks. Wide knuckles try to steer A few more miles, there's no telling what we'll find All we gotta do is take a little time We all gotta find our own ways To love and hope and breathe again For some that just happens to be on The shores of Lake Michigan You can't explain the way a city grips your mind All we gotta do is take a little time For you and me and the moon And Lake Michigan Waves flow right in and hear rocks They vanish from our sight Kind of like those troubles that wash away quicker in the moonlight This crazy old world's got no reason or rhyme All we gotta do is take a little time For you and me and the moon 
Lake Michigan. Little to no chance for all that stormy weather. No, it appears conditions won't get much better for you and me and the moon and Lake Michigan. Sometimes this whole world seems much worse. Than it should be. A couple days later, you're sitting and thinking how lovely I won't question the scope or design. All I gotta do is take a little time for you and me and the moon. And Lake Michigan. Michigan Moon, Neil Swanger. He joins us today from the Twin Cities, Minnesota. And again, Neil, you've lived there for something like five years. In that song, you mentioned something that you can't explain the way a city grips your mind. <laughs> Has the city gripped your mind? Well, traffic can really do that. And I think that's where that line kind of comes from. It just I find myself sometimes when I go out into the country a little bit more and I just see the way people drive out there. It's it's a lot different than when you're here. And I can just feel myself sometimes when I get into a car and I've got to get somewhere here. It's just like, ah, you just really have to like push yourself there sometimes it feels like. And when you're in the country, you've got all that open space to work with. And, you know, a lot of that stuff kind of falls away. Are there specific ways that you use to decompress, to unstress, to get into your heart? I mean, are you one of the persons who hop on a bike to decompress, or do you go out eating, or maybe or maybe you do it in some totally different form? How do you throw off the stress? One of my favorite things to do is to go out with my wife. She works with a youth farm and market project in the Twin Cities, and she's a big fan of local food in the Twin Cities. And so I think one of the ways we de-stress is to go out and have a bite to eat or go to a happy hour and, and just talk about our days. And she's great for that. And she knew going into our marriage that she was marrying a musician, and I really am thankful to have her as a support the song Michigan Moon obviously connects with Lake Michigan, but you're obviously pretty far from that lake now, though Lake Superior is probably a couple hours closer than Michigan. Is that a hardship for you, or will any large body of water do? You know, that brings up a good point about water in my life. And one of the places I always look forward to going to every year is my family always goes up for about a week or two to the Adirondacks. It's not necessarily a big body of water. We stay at Indian Lake is the name of the lake. And it's kind of a small lake, but I find a lot of solace around water. It really can bring, I don't know, it brings peace to me. And having it only occur once or twice a year makes 
I really look forward to it and appreciate it more. Maybe you can connect us up to your vital elements through another song. What's next? Well, this next song is called My Hands. For me, it really um, deals with melody and harmony a little bit. When I grew up, my parents put me into a Catholic school, but we went to um, Methodist church as a family. As I grew up and older, I, I was always kind of bothered by the divide between the two faiths, and it always kind of troubled me that they were at odds a little bit. In my young mind, I couldn't quite figure out how all that history and, and stuff worked. But in those communities, I learned a lot about love and peace, and it was through there that I was inspired by my fourth grade teacher to play guitar. She actually got me up in front of the whole school at a uh, mass. I don't remember if I played guitar. She was playing guitar, but I was singing. And I remember having butterflies in my stomach and kind of wondering, how does anyone enjoy this? And then when I got done, I just realized how much I did actually enjoy singing and, and playing in front of people. And it really made an impression on me. When I was growing up in the Methodist church, I'd always sit next to my mom and she would always sing harmony to whatever hymn was going on. Everyone would be following along in the songbook on the melody and my mother would be belting out some different harmony and it really kind of trained my ear to to blaze a trail with melody and, and do something different. And I kind of can't help but wonder and at the irony of you know, how the this harmony of the two faiths still brought out this harmony in my own life. So, for the most part, you were raised Methodist? Yeah, I would say I was raised Methodist, but I can't say that there was much pressure about learning particular articles of faith or anything like that from my, my actual family. They were much more concerned, I think, in trying to, to help me understand community and how people live and work together. And I think it's made a great deal of an impression on me as I've grown up into my later years in finding community. My Hands, Neil Swanger. I built that house with my hands I raised it up to where it stands With my brow I paid my debt I drew it out of my sweat I built that house with my hands I built my life with my hands I grew up from the ground up In the North Dakota field Dugging deep with my heels I learned to read and write real well And then I went to school But college couldn't teach worth hell My old man's love for tools I built that house with my hands Raised it up to where it stands And with my brow I paid my debt I drew it out of my sweat I built that house with my hands I built my life with my hands 
walls Stood against the wind No matter how hard heaven blows Those walls would not give in They kept our family safe and warm On every winter night Chimney smoke just teased the storms Did they blow with all their might I built that house with my hands I raised it up to where it stands With my brow I paid my debt I drew it out of my sweat built that house with my hands I built my life with my hands Neil Swanger is my guest for today's Song of the Soul, his song, My Hands. In that song, Neil, the I person in the song is talking about growing up on the North Dakota Plains and the life there. Is this a song for a wannabe Westerner? That song is a little bit of my venturing into maybe historical fiction. I was at a wild hockey game of all places here in St. Paul, And I met this guy and we just struck up a conversation and he was a carpenter. And I knew, I I think I knew he was from the Western half of the United States. He just, he seemed like the kind of guy that if I were to want a house built, he would be the kind of person that I would want to build a house for me. He was kind of the inspiration for the song. So I created this idea of who he might be in his community and, uh, um, I can't say that it's exactly true to to who he is, but I think it was it was more of an an exploration of um, what it means to to build a house and, and and work with your hands. And so, are you a wannabe house builder? I do feel like I would enjoy that exercise. At least building. I haven't built anything bigger than musical instruments like cigar box guitars, but we are going to maybe build a chicken coop in our backyard. We'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody starts somewhere, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for some more music. It's clear to me that there's a theme going on, and it's pretty Midwestern. Definitely. This next song is called Old Farm. This one comes about from my uh, growing up in Pennsylvania, but it does touch a little bit on the, the Midwest theme. Um, I grew up in rural community around farms and farmers. My first job ever was baling hay down at the farm that was down the road from my house. I'd bike down there and early in the morning and get ready to go out on the wagon and load some hay bales. I still can remember that smell in, in the barn when we'd get done loading the hay and putting it up. The song also touches on the fact that my grandfather owned a farm. And as he got older, he was less and less able to care for it. It ended up that he had to sell it. 
And I think that's a part of what inspired this song. And I also think from the Midwest, I've just heard so many stories of people having to work other jobs to actually to stay on their farm and to keep that a part of their lives. And it's a lot like being a musician, having to, to work separate jobs to be able to support yourself and what you love to do. I'm hoping some of that can change little by little through the local food movement that seems so energized. Here's the song, Old Farm. It smells like hay in this old barn of mine Wish I could stay on this old farm of mine Now raising corn ain't a good decision If a man or a woman has got to make a living Spring should be planting now, but you can't sow seeds with a broken plow. No raising cattle ain't a good decision. If a man or a woman has got to make a living. Smells like hay on this old farm of mine Wish I could stay on this old farm of mine You're listening to Song of the Soul today. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production, website northernspiritradio.org. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, and my guest is Neil Swanger, musician from Twin Cities, Minnesota, 
You can find him via the web at ReverbNation.com slash Neil Swanger, or even easier, come to NorthernSpiritRadio.org and follow the link to Neil. Plus links and info for all our other guests and their programs the past six and a half years. There's a lot of music, a lot of people, and it's all free, and you can listen online, download, or subscribe to the RSS feed or via iTunes. You'll find riches, spiritual, musical, and personal, including the activists featured on our Spirit in Action program. Come to NorthernSpiritRadio.org, find all these treasures. Today's treasure for Song of the Soul is Neil Swanger, who just listened to Neil's song, Old Farm. And Neil, that is just one song of many that make me think you are a really earthy guy, that you've got deep roots in the soil, connected to the land. Would you like to be a farmer yourself? Is that something that would call to you, or is it just generational stuff that's reverberating through you? Well, I think in my own way, we have managed to find a little space around our house to do some gardening. And as a kid, my parents always had chickens in a chicken coop. And so we learned a lot about caring for animals through that. And I think I don't know if I'd want to own a full-blown farm, but just to have that connection to the earth through animals and through vegetables is something that I would definitely look for later in my life. One thing I like about the music on Old Farm is that wonderful, sweet harmonica in there. I assume that's you? Mm-hmm. I have the feeling of the prototypical harmonica being played by a cowboy under the stars type feeling as I listen to it. Are you a one-man band type guy with your feet playing the drums, you know, your guitar in hand and the harmonica on top to top it off? This song, I actually worked with my friend Jared on this one. He He's playing the banjo in that part, and he came up with a, a really cool part for that. But the harmonica was played by me. A lot of the songs that you hear on here, most of the instruments are played by me. Keep us going, Neil, on your Song of the Soul. What's up next? The next song is actually a project that I have worked with, working with this group that we call ourselves Folk and Thieves. We've been trying to explore a little bit more of the songwriting idea. I had had this idea. There's been so much talk about the Occupy movement. We have one of our own here in Minneapolis, and I really wanted a song about it. I really wanted to write one and create one, but I just didn't know how to find the words to do it. And so I pitched this idea to our group, and we sat down one night and just started writing, and this is kind of what came out of it. I went down to Wall Street Looking for some trouble I saw my friends on the sidewalk Sitting in a house in bubble I looked up at the Nasdaq There were vultures perched the top A man walked up in a pinstripe suit And the housing bubble popped Sliding down On the side of the sky Scraper to the ground Through the red As the sun sets Have we hit the bottom yet? I woke up on Wall Street The streets were barren dead Just the devil standing there 
tracksuit stained red I cried out for my friends But they had up and gone and the devil strolled right past me Whistling this old song Thieves, including my guest, Neil Swanger. The song is Wall Street. The vocals on that, Neil, you're not all of them, are you? There's a couple other people providing vocals in there? Yeah. The first part is sung by Aaron. He's also playing the banjo, and I'm playing the guitar, and I do some vocals in a little instrumental break there right after the first verse, and then at the end, we're both singing some... uh, I don't know how to necessarily describe it, some wailing that I think that was uh, just the way we wanted to describe the frustration with uh, what much of what's going on with uh, the banks and the frustration by the nation. Folk and Thieves can also be found at ReverbNation.com, Folk and Thieves, or just follow the link from org. And you're part of Folk and Thieves, Neil. What part of you is this feeding, this work with Folk and Thieves? The three, the three other members of the band, Aaron, Jake, and Dan, and I have just really felt a, a little bit of camaraderie about how we write songs and how we write music. And you don't often find other people that that works with. And sometimes, sometimes you do, and sometimes it works for a little bit. And, I mean, this is still in its very early stages, but we certainly have a, a connection with how we go about songwriting and, and, and the kinds of music and sound that we enjoy. It's another way for me to also just broaden my scope of songwriting and how to write songs that aren't necessarily always about the earth. So, do you happen to own a pinstripe suit, Neil? <laughs> no, I think that must have been Aaron. I think he... Well, I, I, maybe he's a Yankee fan, too. I don't well, I don't think he is. I think he likes the Cubs. They're, they wear pinstripes, but they're definitely not as successful as the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Some more folks in pinstripes, like the devil in Wall Street. You know, the weird thing is, I was trying to follow their, you know, the housing bubble burst, then at a certain point, the devil spoke, I'm all but broke, and onto his knees he falls, he snarled and cursed, you've done your worst, now here's the deed to hell. 
Who's he handing the deed to? I was trying to figure, is it the dispossessed or to the bankers or just who? Well, we're still playing around with that idea. I wouldn't call this song necessarily finished yet. We got to that point and we're like... It was getting late at that point in the evening, so we were like, well, we, we, we better stop it here. And this is, this is a great place to end it. So we, we just stopped it as kind of a, a chapter. And we're not sure if we've quite figured out who the devil has handed the deed to hell over to. But I think we have some ideas about that. So we might, we might explore those in another verse that we might add on a little bit later. What's your connection with the Occupy movement? Is it something that you're out there with, hope to go out and join, or just how do you connect with it? It's something I follow pretty regularly on the news. I definitely have a lot of sympathy towards the movement. I can't say that I've been down and camping out with the folks that are down there, but I definitely agree with them about a lot of the stuff that's going on in our country. And for my part right now, I really felt like I wanted to write a song about it. And it was great that Folk and Thieves was able to collaborate on that. Well, more music is good. I'm sure you have some more to share with us for Song of the Soul. Yes, I've got another song called Song of Loss. And it's a song about dealing with the loss of death. For me, there were two events in my life that occurred about the same time that inspired this. The first one was that I lost my grandfather. He passed away. And then a friend of mine who I'd known for a long time growing up, he lost a member of his family through a tragic accident. And the difference in the two experiences were very profound to me. My grandfather had lived a long life and he had died in the comfort of his own home and there was there was a lot of peace around that. But the other experience was someone who was a, a child that was just taken way too soon from the, the world and I was I was trying to understand why that happened and why those two different stories happened side by side. They're carrying you off too soon They carried you Off too soon They carried you Off too soon They carried you They carried you Did you soar into the sky? Did you soar into the sky? Did you soar into the sky? Did you soar? Did you fly? I won't forget Until I go I won't forget Until I go I won't forget 
Till I go I won't forget This I know around Neil Swanger. Find more info on Neil at ReverbNation.com slash Neil Swanger or use the link at NordenSpiritRadio.org if you're spelling challenged like me. Neil, that kind of loss is hard. Do you have specific thoughts about it? You know, frequently our, our spiritual outlook in some way puts the pieces together to make that kind of loss more bearable and to help us cope with it. Do you have anything in your own beliefs that helps you deal with the sense of loss? I don't know. Through the way I see other people deal with it, I've kind of gained some experience from how to handle a, a loss in our lives, but it always seems so unexpected that you can never really know how you're going to react and how it's going to impact you. I think that's kind of the experience of life, not knowing exactly how to deal with something until it happens. While what you just said is true, I also think that many of us build stories around our lives that help us cope with the loss. You know, for some kind of traditionally religious folk, it's the belief that the one that they've lost is in a better place in heaven. Or for some people, it's the thought that they're out of their suffering. But as you said, you know, when you're talking about a child being taken, I still haven't heard a religious or a spiritual explanation that helps me feel okay about a young child taken. It's just so, so out of the blue. I do think that your music does a good job of helping explore those aspects of life. So I think it's time for you to give us another taste of life through your music. This song is, I guess, maybe a little bit of a response to Song of Loss. It was written before Song of Loss. It's called Shotgun, and it's not about an actual gun, but it's more about a car and who's riding shotgun with you in the car. And this song has come a long way in its journey. It's probably been recorded three or four times, and every time it's different, and it's going to be on an upcoming album. 
and it's probably going to be different on that album as well. But it's about living life to its fullest, and it follows one character through events in his life. He realizes at the end that he doesn't want to live life by himself. He wants to experience it with someone. That's where the shotgun part comes in. I changed the oil in my car, or I wouldn't get too far. I packed my bags and I walked out the door. Down that road I went like a demon who's hell-bent With my foot pressing metal to the floor As the hills and trees rolled by It felt like I could fly around those curves and turns It seemed like I was winging And I know that I had found a symphony of sound There's tires humming to my engine singing They said, each day is precious Every dollar too When you see your life stretched on Like an open avenue And if by luck or fate You might find a friend Hold on tight and ride with them Until the very end Finally stopped for gas at a lonely mountain pass And Chris Bear told me fall had come a-knockin' And I wandered round the back of a beat-up wooden shack I saw an old man in a chair rockin' I walked up to the man and before him I did stand As if it were my final judgment day He looked me in the eye and I felt like I might cry when I heard the words he had to say He said, each day is precious And every dollar too When you see your life stretched on Like an open avenue If by luck or fate You might find a friend Hold on tight and ride with them Until the very end Before I finished saying I had Turned on back the way in I didn't like traveling all alone Every car I passed as I buried the needle fast Because I left my baby back at home the Sunset golden red I saw someone up ahead the hair upon her head did wave and shine and I pulled up beside And she just hopped inside and Then she went and put her hand in mine and She said, each day is precious And every dollar too When you see your life stretched on Like an open avenue And if by luck or fate You might find a friend Hold on tight and ride with them Until the very end Artist is Neil Swanger, and the song is Shotgun. You said before we played the song that you, Neil, were talking about some other guy. So it wasn't autobiographical, and you haven't got in there and put the pedal to the metal and then come to your senses and come back home. 
I mean, most of us go through that one time or another, I think. I think songwriting is always a little bit autobiographical. There's always pieces of yourself in your songs. And that one, yeah, in some sense, I think there's a little bit of that, like realizing like, oh, what am I doing? I need someone in my life. I can't do this all by myself. And how long have you been married? Let's see. We got married last year in September. So a year and a couple months. Wow, that's a ripe old marriage. <laughs> uh, well, I definitely couldn't do most of my work without the support of Amanda, my wife. She's brilliant at what she does, and she's also brilliant at working with me and all my idiosyncrasies. Yeah, you mentioned that before, that she knew what she was doing when she took on a musician as a dependent. Right. <laughs> she knew what she was getting into. Well, what's your day job and, and what's her day job? How do you make ends meet with this housing bubble bursting and all the other challenges? <laughs> well, she probably earns the majority of the income, but I've been teaching guitar lessons now for four or five years and have had a, a good deal of success with that. In fact, we're having a guitar recital next weekend and all the kids are getting ready. I'm really excited about this time and their their work because they I can actually look at them and say, okay, now you've really got to practice this week. And they'll actually practice because they're going to be in front of people playing their music. So I'm really excited about working with them. And it's really great to be able to impart to kids an enjoyment of music. And some of them some of them are singing, some of them are just playing notes, but however that appreciation can be fostered and developed in those kids, it's really precious and I really enjoy the, the work with them. So I do a lot of the guitar lessons and then I also work outside of that in a small nonprofit organization called Urban Arts Academy. With the youth there, I have been working on some recordings. I got a grant from the State Arts Board Artists Initiative Grant, and I wrote it to create an album and to help me find a producer and to be able to pay musicians, but I also wrote in a community aspect to work with kids to help them discover some music. What we're planning to do is write a song, or two actually, we're going we're gonna to work on two songs for the album that will be coming up in May, and they're going to be recording some of the tracks on it. They'll be doing some singing and they'll be doing some rhythm on it. And this album coming up, it's mainly your personal album, right? Or is it mainly for this youth group, the Reuse Band? It's going to be a personal album. There'll be a lot of songs that have been actually played in this interview. A few of them won't, but it's all music that I've been working on for quite some time. The, the EP was called Broken Ground, and I'm thinking that maybe the album will continue with, under that name as well. We just recently have been doing some practice recordings because they're going to be working on the album. I just don't want them to go in cold. So we uh, worked on this song called Big Bad Mike. It's a song to the uh, beat of Big Bad John, made famous by Jimmy Dean and composed by Dean and Roy Acuff. I think I'm, I think I'm saying that right. I didn't actually write the lyrics to Big Bad Mike. My father-in-law wrote them for a friend of his. The friend was retiring, and his name is Mike. And so he wrote all these lyrics out, and all I had to do was get a beat down and start singing the words. 
And then I took that track and brought it in, and the kids were able to work with it. We were practicing with it. We practiced some singing. We practiced some rhythm making. We made instruments from wood and bottle caps, tambourines, and we set them in front of the microphone, and we started shaking out the rhythm. They had a lot of fun. It's always exciting to see what kids are going to do when you put a microphone in front of them, and they were very excited about the whole prospect. The fun is absolutely palpable in this song. The kids are really getting into it. What ages are you working with? These are about elementary-aged kids, so I would say second grade, third graders. But, yeah, I get to the end of the song, and I just can't help but just chuckle at some of the, <laughs> some of the energy. That's the, the great thing about this, and, and that's what Urban Arts Academy tries to do is they really try to impart self-expression and art into kids and I can't imagine a better picture of that than listening to a kid just yell his loudest big bad mic. We've got a fun song coming up. Again, you can find about the Urban Arts Academy at urbanartsacademy.org and you can find more about my guest at reverbnation.com slash neilswanger or use the links on northernspiritradio.org, and you'll have yourself a deep heart experience and a smile. And we'll take you out for today's Song of the Soul with Big Bad Mike by the Reuse Band, led by Neil Swanger. Thanks so much for joining me, Neil. It's been a real pleasure, Mark. I've really enjoyed talking with you today. Big Bad Mike. Big Mike. Every morning in the crib, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot two, weighed two fifty five, kind of broad at the shoulders and also at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big Mike. Big Mike, Big Mike, Mike. Big Bad Mike, Big Mike. Nobody knows why he thought it all right to move in one day. Saying, this is the life. He didn't say much worth repeating out loud, because the words he used were nothing profound. Somebody said he came from evenings to days to get away from his boss, who stood in his way. Mike had a chance to fix things broken and split. If he didn't like what he did, he didn't give a rip. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Bad Mike. Big Mike. Then there came that day at the end of his shift when a back muscle pulled, putting Mike out of commish. Now we all knew it was his time to repair, and everybody thought it was the end of the career for Big Mike. Through the swimming, the weights, the rehab was hell. Walked this giant of a man the workers knew well, grabbed a hold of his life, and gave out with a groan. And from that day on, Big Mike, he was known. Big Mike, Big Mike, Big Bad Mike, Big Mike. Then with all of his knowledge, the crib man he became. Through all his work, the plant would never be the same. One day there came a powerful throw from his huge right hand. Sent a broken tool to the garbage can, Big Mike. Now with wrenches and pliers, he repaired tools as they'd come, until one day he said, I'm done. And then came the silence, no words were profane, 
Everybody knew retirement came for Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Bad Mike. Big Mike. Now they never replaced the man in the crib. They just covered the door with a sign that read, Tool crib closed, I'll forever be gone. If you need something fixed, call me at home. Now there'll be no one like him, the man in the crib, Big Mike. Big Mike, Big Mike, Big Bad Mike, Big Mike, Big Mike, Big Bad Mike. Big Bad Mike by today's Song of the Soul guests Neil Swanger and the Reuse Band of the Urban Arts Academy in the Twin Cities. See you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy. Sing out a song of the soul